Boom. Hello and welcome. Episode 77, Ray Bork edition to two bros talking sports. Just two of us here talking sports. I'm not sure what just happened there. It's like a little stutter. Hey, I'm okay with Georgia winning. I know all the teams I wanted to win this weekend did not win. Um, Who else did you want to win? Okay. Well, the Patriots, and then I wanted, obviously, the Chargers to win, but we can talk about that. That was a shit show. Um, I'm okay with Georgia winning. What I'm not okay with is waking up and everything on, like, the bottom line, Mm. and then them saying headlines, Stetson brings them to a victory. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it's defense. Georgia defense. The Georgia defense brought them to it. I mean, saw a whole lot of whole lot of first rounders on that uh, on both sides of the defense, or both defensive sides of the ball, huh? Oh yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know about Alabama so much because a lot of their guys are underclass and believe around defense. They're all future first rounders for well, sure. Well, that's what I meant too. Like, what's yeah. his name? Uh, well, who's number thirty-three? I can't think of his name. He's the best player in defense. Opposite or Anderson? No, is that it? Who it is? I'm thinking about on defense. Bama's best. Yeah. Yeah, a- Anderson. Yeah, he's only a sophomore. It's like crazy. Like no, I thought he was ready to go. And then they got that young guy too that was out there running all man. over. He's got one more year. Yeah. Number thirty. And Georgia, Georgia's side, no, I mean they they're just as good. I was texting. I was texting you the game like James Cook or James Cook. I would mm. love. Do you really? You know he's Dalvin Cook's brother. I imagine you picked up on that, but it's yeah, Dalvin, yeah, his little brother. He'd be a fun one. They said like third, fourth round. I'm like, Jesus, South or Patriots. Let's, let's go get him. And then you just have Harris fold or Folden's probably, I don't know, he's done, but I don't know what you got left in him. But that would be fun. Also, real quick, do you think Jameson Williams is still a first round pick now his ACL's blown up? Dude, did that not suck to watch? He wanted to like, play again. Saban said he wanted to go back out and play again. Like, how, dude, you have no ACL. You can't cut. Are you just running straight just, lines? Like, that was one where you could actually see his knee kind of buckle, like, yeah. oh, pop yeah. in, and, and you could see it actually, like, the moment, it was a, which sucked to see. But you hate to see it. You hate to see that. Um, you mean, you already had me, uh, is it Michi? Mechie. 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 I always get that. What did he do? Yeah. He'd same thing. That's true. It's funny, too, because it's like, oh, they're just pulling four, five-star recruits right off the bench as freshmen. It's oh. like. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not groomed yet, but they're they're there. Yeah. Um, I know. So that was, you know, that, for the most part, that was a good game until the end. Um, obviously, Bam was just trying to make things happen that weren't there on a defense. That's unbelievable. So uh, that happened. Hey, we'll probably see the same two teams playing next year at this time. Um, let's go into. I didn't want. I just thought we'd get it out of the way. Let's talk some basketball. And then let's talk some uh, some hockey first. Another section that I think we can make our way through kind of gets buried in the back sometimes, but I would like to talk about it because we got the Bruins playing well. We've got some good hockey on. We've got some good basketball going on. Celtics, eh. Um, and then we'll get into the whole playoff scenarios and Patriots and all that good stuff. But uh, where do you want to start, basketball or hockey? Let's go hockey. Okay. Let's do that let's hockey. Do that hockey. Yeah. Um, so the Bruins found the scoring touch here the last couple of days. All right, last couple of games. They, they, mm-hmm. they put up um, a whole lot of points in just a couple of games. The Washington game, I was telling Siri, we were watching something. I flipped back and forth, and it was like, holy shit, I just checked the score. It's 2 nothing, and now it's 6-3. Mm. 
for like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's always a good thing with Pasternak's finding the back of the net. Um, Marshawn's been on its hair. What, what they've yeah. done is they changed their lineup, and it's actually they should have done this a while ago, just split up that harsh or the top line there. And now they've kind of had some balanced scoring. I know. Do you think this is something that we've just been waiting for to happen, or do you think it's because of the weird schedule in the first part of the season where they were playing like one game a week and then they started playing more and then there was just like they took a little delay because of COVID and now they're back into it? Or are we just seeing they're figuring out some like, you know, strategy, they're figuring out some matchups? Some guys who are playing well together chemistry-wise. What do you think is the, the biggest thing? Yeah, that I mean, I think the chemistry piece is a big one. They've changed the lines around a little bit. Um, I mean, I still think their center depth behind Bergeron, like Hall and Coyle is like the most now at this point, most overpaid third-line center in the league. He's great. He's a good player, way overpaid for what he is at this point. They even thought he'd be a number two, but he's not a number two. Um, and Hall is not a number two center either, but with Pasternak and Hall right now, they're playing really well. Um because DeBrusque is still out. Is Felino back in the lineup? I haven't even noticed. Maybe he is. I feel like he's in and out perpetually. I do get to all the time. Um, but it's they finally found some balanced scoring, which is huge. I mean, that line, I think Pasternak has like eight points, Hall's got like eight mm. points, and Hall's got like six points like the last nine games together. Or six games together. So, like, they're pretty good. Right. Um, and then, you know, what, what, what do we think of goaltending here? Because – I mean, we, we we can't go talking about the uh, Patriots, the Bruins right now without bringing up the fact that, hey, you got Tuca on. I, I, I mean, okay, here, we'll just put it out there. Tuca is signed uh, in Providence. We're going to be playing here. Uh, I think a lot of Bruins fans, the nostalgia, um, wants them to believe that, hey, the old Tuca's back. I, I still think you, you're not going to – you're going to see a lesser of Tuca no matter what version you get, if he gets up there. Um, but what? Because we've seen, I think it's Olmark played the last two games, right? Oh, yeah. I, you, you said Providence. Tuca signed an official contract with the Bruins. He's, he's swimming, got sent to Providence. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm behind, this, behind the eight ball. Now, let me ask you this. What, what do you think that does? Because swimming hasn't been bad. No. Um, what do you think that does for a confidence in guy who's, kind of was given an opportunity it's like hey this might be your year what do you think he's someone that's like hey i understand uh i imagine i imagine he's pretty understand i mean yeah, it probably sucks especially like having played what now probably 15 20 games i don't even know how many games he's played um so just under 20 probably something around there but like long term i don't think he can take it too too hard because again he is the future in effort Bruins. And I think Don Sweeney kind of said it up as much when he talked about it, what's happening with the goaltending situation. And he basically said, you know, hopefully he can go down and keep working on aspects he needs to work on. I and mean, he's still a young goalie. The bigger thing, Corey texted me about this too, like Tukarask's back. I'm sure he's going to come. And Corey's had some confidence in Tukarask. I think Corey always liked Tukar more than we did. But the bigger thing is, why the hell did I feel like you- every Boston fan is like Tukar more than I did, yeah. which I don't, I did not dislike Tuka. No, he just choked um, perpetually. Um, he got hurt a lot. He hurt Where's the end here. Bigger thing, why would you go out and sign Linus Olmark to four years, $5 million, when you knew the whole time Tuka was coming back? And then Don Sweeney even said, like, you know, we, we knew what Tuka's plans were. We obviously weren't going to announce what his plans were, but internally we knew what they were. Um, you could have kept Vladar or Daniel Blatter, how the hell want to say his name, traded in Calgary. Two young kids who, like, he's been... Mm-hmm. I mean, you shut the Bruins out, to be honest with you. 
and then Kips, him and Swayman. And then, you know, when you get Tuka back, decide which one's going down in Providence or trade Flutter at that point, you know? Um, right. Because you could use that $5 million on defense, which is a, a big issue at times. If, again, it stabilized a little bit here, but you definitely need a left shot defenseman that can be at the top of your lineup. Grizzlick's great, but he's not a number one. I mean, he's too small. I mean, he had sure. four assists the other day, but yeah. So that's, that's the bigger issue at hand is just mismanagement with the goalie situation, overpaying for someone that now you're stuck with for another three years after this. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're on a nice little run here. They're, they're sitting at 19, 11 and two. We got the Canadians tonight. So for all uh, intents and purposes of, of this year, they should be 20, 11 and two after tonight. Um, so they're kind of, they're kind of finding a groove here. Uh, Penguins are red hot, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, Malcolm, it's like, Oh, you haven't played all game coming back, get two goals here. Um, any, have you watched any other games? Um, I have not. Okay. I mean, just follow the Bruins. Hey, fan of the Bruins, follow the Bruins. I do it. Um, uh, okay. Let's uh, – I know there's some postponed games still happening and all that stuff. Um, basketball? Do we go basketball? Any other hockey? Let's go basketball. Okay, let's go basketball. So let's start with the Celtics, and then we'll branch out because I do want to talk about – you know, Clay being back, I want to talk about John Morant just being maybe the most exciting basketball player uh, of recent, uh, recent week at least. Um, but let's talk Celtics here. What, 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 what do we see this last – between now, now and the last time that we recorded? Jeez, uh, that was last – what, last week? So, I mean – I'm just kind of scrolling through right So, the Pacers. Yes. Took, took OT. That was yeah, that was sad. Um, but again, I almost, yeah. So to win, the they Knicks split lost with the Knicks was laughable, and then they lost to the Spurs. We, we thought basically when we started recording, we're like this should be a good kickoff here. Immediately lost to the Spurs, an absolute letdown game. Um, so yeah, not great. Really, again, continuing this trend where you win one, you lose one, or you win two, you lose two. Like there's there's just no consistency. I think the only thing that's come out of the Celtics this week is that. Tatum and Brown have seen how to answer questions on whether they're going to play together or not, and they both reiterate the fact that they want to. And it seems yeah. like, according to sources like Shams, that they're not trading either of them. Sure. That's really all. Um, do you think it – so here, I guess here's the thing. It's like, so if you're going to do anything, I don't think this is what's going to happen, but it seems like the only thing that you could do – if you're not going to move anybody, uh, is like a, a coaching staff change, which again, I don't think they're going to do that. But at the same time, if you don't make any moves here, like, are you try to get my, my mind thinking about, I guess, postseason? I mean, uh, off season, because are we, are you trying to target somebody in free agency? Are you trying to wait for moves then? Are you, if you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to move on from your coaching staff, which I don't think they should, we haven't seen, I mean, we, we have seen them put out freaking Schroeder and smart at the final part. So that's a pretty bad uh, coaching decision in my eyes. But that being said, it's like, Hey, give the guys, guys on staff a chance to uh, uh, kind of build a team here that we think can win in the long run. Um, but what are you leaving the team? What are you leaving this coach to coach next year, even if you're not making any moves, what, you know, what moves can you get excited about here? Looking forward, I guess, is what, I, you know, we have about a month 
just mm-hmm. under a month of, before trade deadline, postseason, very well looks like we're just going to finish middle of the pack. You're not really dealing – unless you're just banking on finding some type like Spider Mitchell or something like that, which I don't think is there. Um, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, it remains to be seen. I don't think you're going to see a major – I would be shocked if there's like a major trade. I think that would anything would be the offseason, whether that's a Bradley Beal or – Damian Lillard doesn't really seem realistic, but I mean, Bradley Beal always seems like the, the guy that they may go after if he's available. Um, that being said, I mean, I think someone like Schroeder, you'd be smart to trade. You're going to lose him for nothing this offseason, anyways. You can't repay him um, or resign him. So you might as well get what you can for him, whether that's, you know, a, a lottery protector first round pick and a, you know, a flyer of a rookie. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Get something. Wouldn't be surprised if they like attach a second round pick to someone like Hernan Gomez just to get off his money, just to mm-hmm. duck the salary tax line. You're not going to see much, nothing crazy. If anything, you're going to take. I mean, you saw the rumors today about Jalen Smith from the Suns. It was kind of like a you know they, mm. his fifth year option or his fourth year option. Um, but you know, a flyer and a big man um, who's kind of a stretch four, if you will. Um, I just again. <sighs> Right now, as a Celtics fan, it feels like you got to do something. But Brad Stevens has been on the job for like eight months. You know, he did a lot this offseason, a lot more than I thought he would do personally. Um, so I think, you know, we'll see him be aggressive coming this offseason. But I think he'll make some fringe moves. Um, I think he'll be in, all, in on a lot of conversations. Yeah, don't um, get me wrong. Like, I don't think a, a team that's sitting one game by underneath, you know, under 500 at 20 and 21 at the moment, I don't think we need to blow it up. I don't. But it is clear that you're missing some some major parts of a team that can get you deep. Like maybe if you do make a trade and you get some some key person in there somehow, um, maybe someone you didn't even expect to be a key person, uh, hits chemistry-wise, maybe those play style, and you get on a run. Maybe you get on a run here soon. They, they should probably make it sooner than later because <clears throat> we're about halfway here. Um, this is true. And, and, and we see that the East is – I mean, just decided by just a few games as far as uh, rankings go. Obviously, you have the, the top of the top. But, um, I mean, you're still in a position where you can make up. And, but you need to make a move because the team that's doing it right now is just going to be doing what they're – you know, the results, we've seen a big enough sample size now. But oh, yeah. <clears throat> you could tell me they're going to finish, you know, 40 and 42, and I'd believe you. Um, so they something has to change. 40 42. Right. So something has to change. And that just shows me that they're not good enough, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's just a very unemotional way of putting it. Like they're just not good enough. Uh, so something does have to change because ultimately I know it's not the case, but it should be the case that every team's mission is to win as many games as they can so they can win a championship. Um, especially if you're in the Celtics uh, Celtics legacy and, and his historic franchise, that should be number one every single year. So, um, yeah, just, you know, head scratcher at this point. You're not really sure what moves to make. Um, do you, do you want to have any last word on that? I do want to ask you um, about trade deadline around the league. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing more to be said. We've talked about okay. that at this point with the Celtics. Do you see any world that Ben Simmons gets moved before trade deadline? I don't know. Now that you got them saying they want Harris attached to it, like who the hell wants that amount of money? 
Ben Simmons is the biggest pain in the ass. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he does get traded. Maybe someone like Atlanta, you know, trades John Collins or something, and that seems desirable to them. But, um, I mean, I still think they just hold on to him, which is stupid, but that's that's Philly's prerogative. So, um, and then obviously being at like a halfway point, what team do you th- see kind of riding a ship? Hey, Celtics might be in, in this. The Lakers might be in this. Like, who writes a ship? makes a turn, plays significantly better, and we're talking about them competing at the top of their conference. I don't – I mean, is there really a team out there that's like – or potentially right the ship? Um, I mean, Eastern Conference feels like it is what it is at this point. Somehow the Bulls are in first place. Which They're playing is, great, huh? Yeah, crazy. Um, the Heat have been – playing really well too even without jimmy butler most nights at this point um i mean the lakers have quietly got back into the thick of it you know grizzlies are just fucking filthy yeah let's Uh, talk about them man i so we got a we got the the privilege as a basketball uh fan to see clay come back even though i didn't get to see him because it was on damn nba tv um we saw him come back just electric i mean just so much fun to to see that on there i'm sure every single warrior um player was just even added motivation to how well they've already been playing so that's really cool to see squaring off last night against uh the grizzlies who are smoking hot they seem like they've arrived um Mm -hmm. at this point they seem to be having a lot of fun John Morant, man. Did you see that block this week? Oh, my goodness. Crazy. He almost hit his head off the backboard. Yeah. Two hands. It was even crazier. <laughs> Two no. hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what do we say about uh, Grizzlies? Are, are, do we expect much from them? Or do we think this is like a hot streak that sort of tames itself as the season goes, you know, completes itself, and then we're left with a team that doesn't have much experience down the line? Um, yeah, I'll tell I mean, you, yeah, that remains to be seen in terms of the experience piece going to the playoffs. But I think they're for real. I mean, they got a lot of talent. Yeah. And they, their roster fits really well together. Um, I mean, Zaire Williams played last night. And he had what seventeen points. He seems like he's picking out really quick too, which is scary because that dude at one point was potentially like a top five pick. I, mean, I don't even know where he went eleven or nine to the Grizzlies. Mm. Um, but he's slowly figuring out. I mean, you saw. A lot so of- I guess who are the who are the for real teams at this point? Like. Yeah, I mean, I mean we just talked about Warriors, the Eastern Conference. Bulls, Bulls are for real. Let's be honest; their record at this point. Bulls I don't know are if for real. Contender is for real, but even if they are in first place, it doesn't always mean much. Um, yeah, Miami's for real. Is uh, are the Bucks and the uh, 76ers for real? You think I they're the Bucks and the Sixers? They don't have enough depth. Um, the Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, they'll probably make some fringe trade too. Um, okay, but like. The West between the Suns, Warriors, and Jazz. Would you have predicted Suns, Warriors, Jazz, and Grizzlies to be the top four in the West to start the year? I want um, maybe Suns and Jazz. So, so here's the thing. Like, I I guess I saw the run that the Suns put together as like, oh, that's a special run. They had a really good season. I don't know if I was banking on them like just showing up as a best team. I thought they might be like in the middle of the pack type team, but now that now they're up there, I, I believe it. Uh, Warriors, I did believe it. I did believe that they've been just kind of like sitting, 
waiting, biting time last year. Um, and that this time would ultimately come. You saw Curry, who's kind of just refreshed, got some young guys in there. So I could believe that. Um, Grizzlies, no. I did not believe Grizzlies would be up there. Jazz, I guess with them, I saw them maybe around like six or so. Um, I guess I would have put the Nuggets up there a little bit further, but I know they yeah, dealt with some. That's another team where you talked about who can really surge. I think Nuggets, if they get Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter potentially, like they're doing all this without Porter and Murray, who are probably yeah. the best players. So that's another piece for them to think about. And they, I mean, you got to believe that. So, yeah, they're a team to think about. But I'll, I'll, not that they've shown me anything, but it's like at the end of the day, they have LeBron James on their team. And if AD does decide to stay healthy and, and play remotely close to the AD that we've come to know, then I see the Lakers uh, having a chance of making a little bit of a surge. Not, not saying that they're going to be the best team, but I think that they could make a surge towards uh, some higher ranks. But, yeah, anything else, uh, NBA, any other news around it? I don't think so. I mean, like like we okay. talked about, we got now just under a month till the trade deadline as of Monday. Mm. Yeah. All right. It is football time. Everybody's been waiting for. I, I felt like this past week I watched games where there was like teams that are like, hey, we're done with the regular season. We're ready for playoffs. Uh, Patriots, <laughs> unfortunately, were one of those teams apparently because they, sh- they showed up and they just threw out a stinker. Um, so much we can talk about. Let, I, let's start with the Patriots. Then we can talk about some of the matchups we saw this past week, some of the games. I do want to talk about the Chargers ending because that was atrocious. And then let's talk about matchups going into this uh, wild card weekend, Saturday through Monday. Uh, going to watch Peyton and Eli on Monday night. Excited about that. Um, doing that for the playoffs? It's the first ever Monday night playoff game, I think. True. Um, and then uh, we can talk about a little bit of hey, Black Monday hit. You know, we, we expect every year some surprises, some not so surprises. Uh, and we can talk about maybe potential what we've seen uh, or read about, maybe some, some candidates that would match some of these teams. So let's start with the Patriots. What we've lost to, to Miami this year, which is just unfortunate. Um, obviously then, you know, the bills took care of business, took the division. So they didn't have a chance to technically win the division, but they could have had a different matchup if they had won. Uh, so where do we start with the Patriots? What did we see this week? Maybe you give me, I know, I know you're more of like the, in the moment, like this team sucks. I'm still sitting here like expectation. I'm trying to stay positive. I think you're being a little more real in the moment, which is fine. But tell me, go wherever you'd like with this topic, with the Patriots and what we saw this weekend and going, you know, we'll talk about their matchup against the Bills, but just, you know, how the team's looking ahead. Um, Tell me why we should believe in this team and also tell me why we shouldn't believe in this team, I guess. I mean, you believe in the team because you're a Patriots fan. You want them to win. That's really what it comes down to, right? Um, I mean, first of all, the weather forecast in Buffalo. Have you seen it? No, a I was. I, I thought about that. This this. Um, it's a high of ten degrees. Ooh, it's a high. 
So cold as fuck. Cold up by by you guys, huh? What? This is in Buffalo, by the way. This is in Buffalo. Oh, it's Buffalo, but oh, it's cold your way. Oh, it was like four degrees the other day. Um, it was yesterday. like 72 when I was drinking coffee in the sun yesterday. Yeah. Cool, fam. Very nice. Um, that being said, weather is atrocious. So I think that, again, Josh Allen came out and said he's got low, poor circulation, which I didn't know. That's interesting. Okay, so before you keep going, keep going. But I want to say I did see on the stats when I'm like, shit, I'm not sure how I feel about playing Buffalo again. These teams know – I kind of think I convinced myself they showed the stats of New England at Buffalo mm-hmm. for Josh Allen and his QBR is like 20. Um, he kills them when they play in Foxborough. Yeah. But at home, they haven't figured it out. So I, I guess there's a little hope there. But keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's basically, this feels like it's the best of seven at this point. You know, third time meeting an NFL season feels like it's a game seven, basically. If you want to look at it that way. Um, you know, each team, there's no real gimmicks. Each team knows what each other does well. Each team knows what they did not do well against each other. Ultimately, it's just going to come down to execution. That's really the Patriots' like end all be all at this point. Is Mac Jones going to try to force feed Jacoby Myers and throw a pick six like he did against Miami? Is a fucking nose tackle going to line up over center on a punt to give them an automatic first down. Is oh, like, my gosh. That's coming all year. Hey, so, it's not Black Monday, but we know who's uh, not going to be there next year, most likely. Yeah. But, so, again, I, I mean, they ultimately comes down to execution. you got to think preparation is going to be there, and now it's just down to execution. Um, I would hope that they can. Fumble snap? The, the snap? Pressure. And here's the th- yeah, the fumble snap is that's another one too. But the pressure is on Buffalo ultimately. Patriots have no pressure. No one expects them to win. I don't think I haven't even looked at pundits like predictions, but I guarantee you there's very minimal minimal amount of people picking the pass in this game. Um, Let me ask you this: Who, which team do you think it benefits having played two games against each other um, more? Probably the Patriots. I think okay. Buffalo is probably still very confident, and, and you know Buffalo is still—I don't want to say naive, but you know, experience-wise, especially with McDermott. Um, again, this is all comes down to more pressure. I think at this point, Belichick can keep his team in check and like, guys, just go and play a football game, just do your job, as they say, as he says. Um, and ultimately, again, pressure falls on Buffalo to execute, and at home in front of. What's going to be a first of all, like we said, freezing environment, but raucous crowd for them to perform. And then, really, the, that secondary factor is: is Mac Jones going to play like a rookie quarterback, or is he going to be Mister Reliable and, and do his thing? Um, I think you're going to see Patriots run the ball a lot. Damian Harris will probably get the ball 20, 25 times, I'd imagine. Um, so execution, and, and and that's going to be a big factor. Um, and then defensively, like, can you cover anyone? Because that, I mean, they got absolutely gashed against Buffalo and New England. Um, can you cover anyone? That's really what it comes down to. And, and contain um, Allen. Did you mean uh, Miami? You said Buffalo and New England. I'm talking um, about Buffalo. No, when we played against, when we played them in Foxborough, they absolutely, McKenzie had like oh, yeah. 10 yards. It was ridiculous. No, they're, they're, they're rushing. Um, it's almost like if they are, not able to get a turnover somehow. They're not able to get that like one pick or that one fumble recovery. They like, you just see all of these gaping holes. Um, and it, most of it's in the run defense yeah. uh, of recent. Um, 
good news is uh, Barrymore. Barmore, yeah. Barmore, he uh, is what we think going to be playing, which at the end of that Miami game, it was sort of like insult to injury where you're like, oh, my gosh, they're going to lose to Miami, and we just lost uh, a big man here. Uh, so, I mean, that's a pro going into it. So what what – Going, I know you just sort of danced around it, but like Patriots lose because and Patriots win because next week. Patriots execution. Patriots win because of execution. Patriots lose because okay. of execution. You, you look at it. I mean, it, it's happened every fucking game. And you know, and if it's really going to play out the way this Patriots game or series played out, they'll probably be down, look up themselves back in the game. They'll need one stop from the defense just to get the ball back. Can they do it? They've mm-hmm. lost every game they've lost this year. That's what it's felt like. There's been no like they got um, no, even the New Orleans game, which they lost by a couple scores. They got back into it, and then all of a sudden, New Orleans had a nine minute drive, and that was early on in the year. But yeah. like you know, Dallas, so the, ro- the, the romance, I know, third and twenty. They they had that shot. Um, the romantic part of me, um, of being a fan, wants to sort of just kind of dive into and, and really hope that I mean Matt came out and said it's super embarrassing already you kind of want to ho- hope that the entire team is just soaking in how they finish the season bad taste in your mouth just wants to come out and have a fresh start for this new game because that's what's really going to matter I think the team that settles down first so if Matt goes out there and he's got a little bit of like his you can kind of tell when he's got his Bama swagger on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can tell when he's a little bit uh, – he's, he's looking like a rookie. Um, so you're going to see this early on in the game. You're going to kind of get a sense of, all right, playoff energy. Um, obviously, you're playing at the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, you're playing a really strong Bills team. Great defense. They're another, I think, isn't this number one and two highest scoring defenses in the league? Maybe. Um, so I guess the pot, the, the romantic side of me thinks that you come off a, a loss like this, you're sitting with it all week. You're sitting with it all week. You got a team that's in your division. You're going home, a place that you just ran the ball every single time. You have, I guess you have good memories there. Maybe not Mac because he didn't do anything. Um, but you're just hoping that, hey, new season, zero and zero. Uh, you got to beat the best to be the best. This is playoff football. And if there's no one better than to trust our coach, trust our coach and the staff. People have been here before. And just like you said, execute and uh, sort of let that play out for itself. Because they have the talent to win. That's something we know. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's. It, Feels cliche to keep saying execution, but it's been the story of their year all year, particularly defensively and special teams. Special teams have been a fucking joke this year. Yeah, which is unfair. As much, yeah, it's 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 not. There's one place that you can line up and get a um, illegal formation set up, and he lined up there. Um, he tried to move at the last second, but at that point, looks like, what are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. The center, the, the, the long snapper is not moving. He is stationed. What are you doing? <laughs> um, 
but yeah, uncharacteristic stuff like that, something that we don't typically see, but I, I, I hope that they get everything on page. Maybe it was a good last check of like, where are our weaknesses? Where do we need to tighten the screws? Um, yeah, and some teams just, sometimes you play better knowing that, hey, it's like a new start. Zero, everyone's zero and zero. You just got to win one game. So win one game, doesn't matter how many times that other team would beat you in 10 games, but like you just got to win this one. Um, and so hopefully we see a fast start, right? I, I think that's my hope. I, I hope we can see a fast start, get some points up on the board and make them play from behind in cold weather. Um, I don't even want to go into like, oh, if they win this game, they'll match up against these guys. Yeah, it's I don't even want to play that game. I no. don't. Um, this is one game. I think this was Bill Belichick's maybe one of his best coaching jobs, uh, despite having terrible special teams, um, a rookie quarterback, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, this would make this would be even crazier if they could make a run here. But uh, we're just going to take it one game at a time. We got to enjoy this. If you're a Patriot fan, listen to this. Enjoy this. Enjoy that Mac Jones is getting some meaningful uh, games here. His first season in the league, and in, in a Honestly, in a, a year that you could have told me they had the reverse record, um, I would have believed you. But they won uh, double-digit games. They got themselves in a position where they can compete. And uh, let's just enjoy this, see what happens. Um, around the league, KC taking on Pittsburgh. Last time we saw that, we didn't see much of a game. Do you think the same thing happens here? Should happen that way. Yeah, it should just be. Or not. are they playing for Ben Ben Roethlisberger? I don't know. It's it, again, it's Kansas City. We'll see. It'd be great sure. if they lost. It'd be hilarious if they lost. Um, um, we we know one thing: Jackson Mahomes will probably be doing a TikTok for the game. Oh my gosh, Pat! That's the only reason I don't like you. It's the only reason. Um, okay, let's keep going. Bengals Raiders. Do you think the Bengals haven't sat? Sometimes that hurts a team. Um, Raiders. I mean, the Raiders got a chance. Let's be honest. I think they do too. I think that's going to be – I personally think that's going to be the closest game or one of the closest games to this playoff. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you. I think Bengals win that sure-handedly. Okay. Um, and now this is a good time. Very quickly, the Chargers – Based on their coaching, not based on their players, not based on their QB, based on their coaching all year long, do not deserve to be in the playoffs. That was not the first time we've seen terrible end of the game management. That's not the first time we've seen terrible decisions during the game. Um, I mean, not taking points. They had the Chiefs when they were playing them. They should have kicked some field goals at the end of the half. They made some terrible fourth down decisions. I mean, I'm all with the like, Oh, we believe in our guys, but at the same time, it's like, dude, there's a reason the best coaches kick the field goal. There's a reason the best teams um, know that there's a whole game to be played and they don't get themselves in a position where they're pigeonholed at the end of the game where they don't make a stupid mis- – like, that was terrible. We almost saw history there. We saw two teams tie and make the playoffs. We almost saw that. Mm-hmm. But then the Chargers said, I'm going to call a timeout because my team isn't on the my right – Personnel wasn't out there, and the Raiders were like, all right, we're just going to kick field goal. Fuck you. Um, okay, 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 okay. So we got those games. We got those games. Uh, Buccaneers, Eagles, any chance the Eagles give Buccaneers a shot? I think Brady's got some more bulletin board material. I feel like AB secretly did that. Yeah. 
like I'm gonna piss him off. Um, How about the Eagles, man? In the playoffs, three first round picks, in great shape. Thank you, Carson. You don't you don't go after Gronk. You don't go after Guerrero there. Now you're screwed. Now you got a pissed off Brady. Um, 49ers Cowboys. Do you think 49ers? So that's what they're a physical team. And when Jimmy G's on the like, we don't give him enough credit because he is hurt quite often. Mm. Uh, if he's on the team, if he's on the field, they got a good shot of winning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think the Cowboys, they're just gonna eat choke all over themselves. That's typically how it goes for them. <laughs> Can't wait to watch freaking get up the next day. Right. Um Cardinals and Rams. So this is the first Monday night uh, playoff football game. I mean, I gotta think the Rams pull it out. I, I think so both of these teams are like the same team. They are. They're not. It's a, to me, it's a straight toss-up. Yeah, they've both blown games that they shouldn't have. They're both. Um, it's crazy to me that they're both like. It is crazy to me that the Rams are twelve and five. Not because of the players they have on their team, but because every time I watch them, Matt Stafford's throwing pick sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're losing games. Uh, but you go with the Rams at home? I think so. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else in the NFL that you want to mention real quick? I'm Thanks. excited. Yeah, me too. It's been great. I'm, I'm really pumped to watch. Um, It'll be a good time no matter what. Again, if you're a Patriot fan, just enjoy it, man. One one game at a time. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we love love the structure of football. It's one game. It's all you got. And that's why what Brady's done in his career is even crazier. Mm-hmm. It's one freaking game. Okay. Um, let's move on. We'll close the show here um, with our usual. Let's go to uh, everything outside of the big major sports Anything in the sports world that you're paying attention to? Anything, uh, entertainment, uh, movie, show, music, anything going on? I don't know, sports related. How'd you like to do this on the weekend's album? I haven't had a chance to really like sit and let it like kind of listen through it all, mm-hmm. but uh, I listened to just a couple on there. It was good, it's really good. You like it? Seems like he's gonna put another one out soon, it's part of a trilogy. He tweeted, like, do, do people realize you're listening to a new trilogy? So it feels like there's going to be a third album coming. Because hmm. this one came pretty quickly after this, his, his past one. Normally, he's like a two-year guy. Yeah. Um, a two-year guy. Not to be confused with Frank Ocean, who's like a six-year guy. Eight-year guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so music. Any uh, anything you're watching? Anything you're reading? Anything looking forward to? Righteous Gemstones is back. I know. I'm almost done that first uh, first episode. I will say, I have very few shows that are like my little dose of drama, but Euphoria is freaking intense, man. Yeah, I don't, we didn't get into that. In- I don't know if you got into it, but it is intense. The first episode of season two uh, is pretty intense there. Um, but yeah, Righteous Gemstones, so good, man. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Good, good, 
good characters. Um, I think I could be wrong. I, I got to check this out. The new season of Cheer on Netflix came out. Now, sounds funny. Did you watch the first season of Cheer? What the hell's Cheer? No. Oh, no. It's like one of the best, uh, I think it's a community college, cheering um, programs. And I mean, like, the, the girls that are, like, and guys that are, like, doing their flips and they're tossing these girls up, like, six stories and they're coming back down. I don't know how I ended up watching the first season. I don't even know how it started, but I started watching it. And it's filmed, like, um, uh, what was the one about college football? Um, Last Chance. Last yeah. Chance You. It's filmed by the same people. And they're following this like the season of like this cheer squad dude. these i mean they're warriors man they get tossed around they like show these people just falling on the mat and like what it takes to go all through that year so a little another little dose of drama here and there but the physical part of it is unbelievable um these, these ladies and, and and fellas that are on the team just get drilled hard so if you haven't seen it maybe check it out you might like it i don't know I enjoyed it. So the second season might have been out today. I got to check it out. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, Mr. I'm too good for that. No, I, I, hey, I didn't think I'd like it. When I, I'm like, I don't know why I'm watching this, but then I start watching I was hooked. And that, there's been many more people that I can promise you uh, were just like that. So um, maybe a little surprise for you if you haven't checked out or you're looking for a new show. Um, I haven't seen any movies come out, nothing like that. Nothing. I've been just been kind of reading and not doing all that much. But uh, let's uh, wrap it up here. You got any last words? Go Patriots! Let's uh, please let's Patriots. Hope. Let's hope. Please, football God, just give us the hardest path to the Super Bowl and let us win every game, just so we can face off against Tom Brady and the Bucks, and we'll find out who the real Patriot fans are. Thank you, football gods. There you go. Let's hope. All right. This is episode 77. Uh, thanks for listening along. As always, two brothers talking sports podcast. We'll talk to you soon.